have so many dreams and aspirations, but many times lack the energy to take action upon our dreams. We also sometimes have no energy due to the emotional experiences that we are going through, especially based on our environment, which then causes us to feel fatigued and completely like we're going through this existential crisis where energy is not even an option to be able to move forward. This week on the Sovereign Women Movement Show, we've been talking about energy. We've been talking about the, the true causes of why we truly don't have any energy and also the solutions, how we can actually transcend and thrive during such fast changing times of pressure. And today being Friday, I'm really excited because Lizzie is going to be here with us today. We're just going to have a real talk conversation about what this looks like in real life. What are the triggers? What are the situations that lead us to really drain ourselves energetically? And also more importantly, how can we find the tools and integrate them to help us come back home to sovereignty? Welcome to the Sovereign Women Movement Show, goddesses, beautiful sovereign women. I am Jyotira Chikor, and I help entrepreneurial women self-heal through Kundalini Yoga therapy and spiritual psychotherapy. And this is our movement of taking our sovereignty back. Welcome and thank you so, so, so much for being here. What a week it's been. This week has felt, I don't know for any of you all, but for me, it, it definitely has felt like a year. It feels like almost every time that we move into further and further into the month, the year, time will continue to feel like it's collapsing and like we're just moving forward faster than ever. And I think a lot of it has to do with we have the tools now that our ancestors didn't to be able to find solutions to these issues and problems such as mental health problems such as health problems such as not having energy not having the vitality to to actually feel happy to feel joy and a lot of it of course has to do with the way the world is changing so quickly and a lot of the things that are happening, of course, no one even foresaw coming. Uh, so many things that are happening right now, our generation will be the only generation that will ever have experienced something like this. And it is very understandable, like I was explaining to you all this week, it is very understandable for us uh, to feel that we are feeling more tired <clears throat> or that perhaps our emotions are taking over more than they usually are. And I think today, one of the pathways that I want to take with Lizzie as she's here with us today is to really find a way for compassion to be able to hold the space, have the tools, and understand that this is not linear as it relates to time. And that truly what we're trying to do is find the pathway so that if you do fall into these states where you don't have the energy to move, or to move through life, or you feel that you're feeling stuck, that you have a way to get yourself out of there quicker, you know, than before. Because I think that's a, that's a lot of the ways that you measure, you know, the spiritual journey. So we're just going to wait for Lizzie to join us. I think she's just getting ready to join here. I'll wave at her so she can actually see us there, see if she can join us. So, uh, and it's, so it's really important for us that I think we address also how scientifically this works in the body right and that's what we've been talking about this week <clears throat> we've been looking at how energy actually is and, and our emotions are energy in motion and how a big part of us not having energy has nothing to do 
with trying to get something outside of us and how a big part of energy is us being emotionally intelligent, which means us being conscious and aware of our emotions because they're depleting the system if we're not, right? And so I just want to, I'm so glad that Lizzie's here with us today and welcome. Thank you for being here. Hi, gorgeous. You look beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I took a shower today. Wow. I like that. <laughs> I, I wish you all, if you're listening on the podcast replay, you all have to really join us live because you, so you can see what I'm talking about because you look gorgeous. I love the side part and your hair is getting long. I know. I keep, I, they keep telling me that, that my hair is getting long. I don't feel it. It is. But. But good. I know what I did because I heard that um, it's a, what is it, a luna menguante? What is a luna menguante? I don't know. What is that? Um, it's, it's the moon when it's a, not a crescent moon. What is it? A... Oh, it's a phase of the moon that they talk about in astrology, but in Spanish, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I don't but, know. What was it on Thursday? Oh, a waxing moon. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the old however they say it in Spanish. I heard that it's really good time to cut your your tips. Mm. So I actually just like I got scissors and I just cut my tips. Oh sweet! <laughs> oh that's awesome. I had heard that it's also a good time to cut your tips. And let us know, ladies, if you know in the chat here, on um, the new moon too. My mom told oh, okay. my mom told us that. Remember, she said that my aunt, one of my aunt, my aunt Olivas was would always. She my aunt had long, beautiful hair. Yeah. And that she would cut it on the new moon. But yeah, I can imagine it at different phases of any part of the moon. <laughs> yeah, was there a new moon this week? No, the new moon was a week ago. We're getting ready to go oh, into really? a full moon on the 26th, which is a full moon in Scorpio. But there's a lot of energy this week as it relates to change and transformation as you're feeling it. I don't know. I was pulling the the daily, you know, the daily oracle cards that I pull for us inside of our t private telegram group. And the card that came out today was rebirth. And, and I really feel like this week felt that way. I don't know about you, but it was just very, a lot of awareness. And it, you know, we were talking about this conjunction this week about Venus and um, Uranus and Uranus, like is shocking breakthroughs that brings awareness to where you, why you're really stuck. And Venus is about relationships. So it of course has to do with relationships with money with yourself you know that's the one that's being really transformed right now so I just feel like there's so much change happening so quickly that people are feeling very fatigued and more fatigued than even five months ago or even a year ago and that is one of the biggest challenges especially for women in these times so I guess today one of the things that I wish or not wish that I would love to do explore with you is to just have a real conversation about it because I really think that it ultimately always circles back to having compassion for yourself and we're at whatever phase you're in. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like a lot of people and even like if you meditate or something like me, like somebody would think, Oh, she, she probably never gets tired or she is always happy and joyful. Or I just, I think we should have a really serious conversation about this, this challenge, how it, maybe we can start with how it shows up in your life. You know, the triggers where you're feeling lack of energy and, and, and how you've been coping during these uh, very fast times. Because last week, you were going back to work in the office. And I that change causes a lot of energy depletion too. So where do you want to start? Beginning. Right? <laughs> Maybe that'll lead us back to the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I, we're trying to, or starting to get into last week, you know, when we were talking about, 
service and, and how um, how that's creating a whole um, thing on its own as far as people not realizing what, how it can affect you, you know, having to deal with different energies, especially after you've been to yourself at your home for a while, if you're having to go back, um, I can really feel the stress. I was thinking this other day too. I don't even have to watch the news, but just by feeling people's energy and how anxious and reactive people are right now, I can totally tell what is happening in the news through other people. And I don't like to partake in listening to the news. Actually, this morning, I, 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 I was listening to it for literally maybe two minutes. And then after two minutes, I was just like, I can't. I turned it off. You know, because I was like, oh, it's the morning. I'm going to drink coffee and turn on the news for some reason. Program. That, that's when I text you guys and I said, I need a good book. Like, I need a book because I can't listen to what's going on out there. Because if I do, then I, on top of everybody else's energy that's coming at me all day, it's exhausting. I'm exhausted. Um, I actually was able to... Um, take a shower, not that I've not taken a shower all week, but <laughs> I do my hair and put clothes on, like decent looking clothes and <clears throat> do my makeup because I've just not been, I've been not wanting to do any of that. I've been really just, I've been a hermit crap even with my family um, and my husband, like I've been uh, away um, like physically and mentally, I've just checked out it's been that type of week um and it's funny because I thought you know I it's harder when you go on the spiritual journey I feel because you you feel like I should be above this like I, I shouldn't be more than two days and why am I going back to my old patterns of not wanting to talk to anyone and wanting to just feel like a victim and then also uh, victimize myself by putting like a box around me Mm. Well, I think, I don't think you're alone in that. I think that sort of everything that happened last year, everybody kind of just put a box around themselves, whether they knew they were doing it consciously or not. And I tell you this because this week I pulled two Oracle cards and both of them came out back to back and it's the sun and, and both messages say that you've been a hermit and that it's time for you to come out and shine. And they're from two different Oracle cards and they both came out on the same day. And that has been the consistent message. And I feel that what you're going through is, is, is actually what everyone's going through. Because first of all, all of us have gone to virtual 100%, right? And so we, a lot of us, right? And now, you know, as things start to open, and even if they don't, for us to just be able to come back out, it's very healthy and it is needed, but it is not necessarily going to be easy. So this is why it is so important to very to be very conscious about the habits that you're integrating so that your energy levels don't go down even lower, which is what I was talking about. When you have cold depression, you don't even know you have it. It's a lot of people are very, uh, they're intellectuals, they're overachievers, they stay busy with coffee right? Because they don't want to face what's going on within, or maybe not necessarily because they don't want to, maybe they don't even know they're, that's just been their life, right? But unfortunately, that catches up to you. 
unfortunately, right? And so the, the key here is how to bring awareness to when you're going into those patterns with compassion so that you can learn to move yourself out of there because right now compassion is so needed. Like we're all being asked to step out and like the sun, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And lack of compassion keeps you in the cycle of, of, of a zombie. Yes. Right? Because you can't even, I think that is compassion is going to be that catapult that's going to take you out Correct. of the um, shame. Because what's the stuff that keeps you in that mindset, right? It's the shame that I should have done better and I should have been more conscious and maybe I shouldn't have snapped at my husband or my kids. So that shame keeps me in that, that cycle, you know, and then compassion when I find compassion for myself like I'm still growing I'm still working through a lot of things that's usually when I forgive myself right because before I used to say oh I snapped I, I need to ask for forgiveness but for forgiveness of what that I wasn't present I didn't have present moment awareness at that time you know, that's kind of a silly thing to ask for forgiveness for. And that's really what I struggle with, right? Because I should be above it, because I should be the compassionate one all the time. But really, I'm not being compassionate with myself. So what are you not doing with for yourself? And, and usually and typically and 100% of the time, the thing, the outwardly thing that you're fighting is what you're fighting for with yourself. It's what you're wanting for for yourself and nobody can give it for you but but yourself. You're gonna try to find compassion. I, I, I told my husband, you should be covering me. You should be, you know, this is a stressful week. You should be, you know, protecting me. But who was I speaking to? Who was I really speaking to? Yeah, because I didn't put a stop. I didn't say no, enough is enough. I didn't say I can't handle all of this. I pretended like I could handle all of it. And I, and I just couldn't, you know, and I, I didn't protect myself. And I lost self-worth or whatever. I lost it for a quick second right. or just kept saying, yeah, I can take it on. I can take it. And that's the program that especially us women are born into we can take it on yeah women of color us the like you said yesterday the hustlers that hustler mentality we can take it on the kids we can take it on the sports for the kids we can take it on our second business we can take it on our marriage we can take it on our house needs to be clean we can take groceries we can take it on you know and it's Sometimes we can't. <laughs> no. And, and it's hard to hear this, but Jogi Bhajan and the tantric master who brought the teachings from Kundalini from the East of us says that that's beggar mentality because you're always servicing others and you're not understanding that things come to you because of your worth, your innate worth. And, that, and when we don't have compassion for ourselves, which is what you're describing, 
ultimately that's why the world is the way it is because we don't have compassion for others and it always goes back to the lack of forgiveness for yourself and 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 sadly what people don't realize is this is not like love and light language that we're talking about here in new age when you don't forgive yourself it shows up in your business it shows up in your relationships it shows up in your friendships it shows up in the way you eat in all aspects of your life when you don't forgive yourself, that is why. If you own your own, this last week, you know, we were sharing yesterday, we have our, our monthly business and leadership class inside of Satori. And I was sharing with you, it was all about business, yet it related back to healing because there was a decision. You know, when you own your own business, you have to make hard decisions. That's why you're the CEO of your business. If you work for someone, well, you, the CEO makes the hard decisions. But if you are going to run your own business, you have to make those decisions because that makes you a CEO. And if you don't make these hard decisions, then you're going to be out of business. So this last week, we were talking about this in our in our class last night, but ultimately what it led back to, I was not wanting, I was putting a lot of resistance against a decision, a commitment I didn't want to make that I know would open me up to ultimate success. And the reason I didn't want to make this decision as a CEO was because I didn't want to forgive myself. So it went back to that, even in business, even in business, <laughs> we were just like, I can't believe this. It chases you and follows you ever. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. If you are feeling depleted of energy, that is the lack of you forgiving yourself because forget everyone else. Right. And ultimately, like Eckhart Tolle said, and I love what you said today also when we were texting each other, but Eckhart Tolle says that ultimately there's nothing to forgive. And so does A Course in Miracles. They both said that. Yeah. And you said something that I needed to hear today. You said that there's no reason to hold a grudge against something or someone that was unconscious at that time. Is that how you said it, kind of? How, how was yeah. it? Yeah, who wasn't present, who didn't have present moment awareness. And we all experienced that. We're all there, right? And and was not conscious at that time. So there's nothing to forgive, right? Because it's just that person was not conscious. Right. And when you don't forgive, it's depleting your ener- your life force energy. It literally is. So a lot of us think we can just skip it and not, not deal with it. We can numb it. We can run away from it. It's in your subconscious mind. And it's, and it's taking from your energy source, which is why you're always really tired. So it doesn't matter how many coffee drinks you take. It doesn't matter how much you take anything from the outside if you don't deal with the mind then you're all you're never going to have energy and and again even if you do deal with the mind like we were talking about last week the difference what happens when you're on the healing journey I mean what has it been looked like for you you know it's not like now you're not triggered or you're not going back into those uh maybe like you, you described so eloquently at the beginning going back into those patterns so for you what do you see the difference being now as far as your energy levels You know, I I just, I stopped trying to do more before. It's like when I felt tired, I was like, I just need to do more. I need to accomplish more because that'll give me more life force energies for somehow, you know, doing more is going to make me feel better. And then I'm just going to do more and then I'm going to do more and that'll make me happier. Right. And I think the difference now is just accepting where I'm at right now. You know, Mm. this, this week I've, I've had to drink three cups 
about me in a day because that's just where my energy was. Could I have changed it? Yeah, could I have um, done things differently? Totally, right? But we're not going to focus on that. We're going to focus on where I'm at today. And, you know, one of the things that I, and I, I said this yesterday because I took a branding class yesterday for, for my personal job, what I do for my nine to five, oh. they offered classes. So I was just like, I'm just going to take this class. It, it's a branding class. And I'm like, no one is going to do it. Um, so I took the branding class and in the branding class, one of the key takeaways for me was I need to start like writing down all my wins. Like I need to start maybe you saw this on my Instagram, I need to start hyping myself up, like, I need to start remembering who I really am, right, um, and not just in, in, in the accolades, not just in the things that I do, but I also, in my spiritual journey, I started an addiction, the addiction meditation for three minutes, um, I started it a week ago, and so when I literally, between these two weeks, I felt so cloudy and foggy and just not myself that I knew that I needed to do something. I didn't know what it was, um, but I needed to do something. I needed to just <laughs> say yes to the right things. Say yes to the things that I know will break my old patterns. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would have never been able to do that before because I was never aware of my old patterns. Right. Powerful. You can't change what you're not aware of. Yeah. And and sometimes we know when we know that they manifest in, in a lot of toxic things in our lives. And oh, yeah. we then sit here and wonder why that's happening. And we blame the outside world rather than ourselves. Um, so we deep down we know but we just don't we're not conscious of it where we can make changes yeah and our our egos which is our programs they're that it's that conniving where it knows exactly what to tell us for us to still be in that illusion of blaming an outside circumstance even our job you know it's you know that was one of the things that my husband was saying this week like because he had a lot of to do and i said you know it never is your job because now you love your company you love what you do so it's not that we have a other an energy problem, which means we need to be getting more rest, you know, or we need to be eating differently or whatever that looks like, right? Or med- meditation, you know, increase. And, and people might think like, well, if I'm tired, why would I increase my meditation? Can I just tell you, and I've shared with you privacy, privately, uh, sister, but the long echo cars, me waking up at 3.30 in the morning and chanting long echo cars has changed my life. It ha- you you've ne- you have witnessed yourself the personal healing I've gone through, which I didn't even know I still had these shadows. But when you face yourself for two and a half hours, first of all, I was never a walk in the park, and it still isn't. It's like, fuck, I still have that in me. But at least I'm aware, like what you just said. So now I have the tools to alchemize it. So what did I do? I actually added another meditation because I saw what was going on. Because now I have the tools. Back then when I was unconscious, which how could I hold a grudge against myself at a time where I was unconscious? That's ridiculous. Or anyone else, right? I need to forgive myself, right? Right. But now, okay, I have the tools to change my life. I have 
a three minute addiction meditation. I had, and yes, I believe in these meditations that much, that much, because I have seen the transformation. I have seen the healing that has happened in my life. Addictions from alcohol, my marriage, relationship with my mother, my sons. Why? Not because it's because I healed. Because when I heal as a mother, they heal seven generations before and seven generations after us. That's why it's not because I'm crazy or I'm a fanatic or I'm some kind of cult. It's because I, the incredible changes in my life, you know what I mean? Like, that's why I'm so passionate about it. And that's why, you know, I used to like shove it down people's faces, but now it's more like, no, I just lead by example. You know what I mean? (laughs) I feel like we've been working through that. You are very passionate, yes. and I, I know you, and I, I, know, I don't get offended by it, but, you know, it's, so, it's like what we say, it's like sometimes we have to, or it's just like Jesus, you know, you just want to see, you know, it's not, that's, again, that's why he spoke in parables, it's almost like you, and it's what we talk about too, it's almost like you don't want everybody to know, because not everybody's ready for it. Um, but when they are it's always a we'll meet again and that's that to me is beautiful Mm -hmm. um, because you get to experience if you really cultivate relationships and really open yourself to your own relationship with yourself then you you cherish your relationship with yourself so much you learn to cherish relationships with others yeah you know with others and when you cultivate really good relationships with others, that's how we thrive. You know, that's how human connection, that's how we thrive. Um, and then you, you get to see people in and out of their spiritual journey. Um, and it's always a, we'll meet again. And then you see how they grow so, so much in just like months or weeks. So part of this, for me, the spiritual journey really has cultivated really strong relationships with the people around me. Mm-hmm. The ones that I didn't need to have went away. And now I, I even have girlfriends, yeah. you know, and I've never had girlfriends. Like I'm on a group message with someone else other than my sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Branching yourself out there and talking and realizing that, you know, because we've come from, uh, I think, a generation where we were taught that, you know, other women are a competition, you know, that there's not enough out there and that, you know, other women are competition. But actually through this, I was able to heal that and then create even my business around women. And be able to communicate with women. Mm-hmm. And why? That's because I I had to really appreciate the relationship with myself. Yes. And heal a lot of that stuff within myself. Right. And that was depleting me before. So my energy depletion from three, five years ago is much more different. I was literally boxing myself. Right. I was punching myself back then. Right. you know I was I was fighting myself and I was tired of fighting myself constantly and now yeah I fight myself but only because I've experienced the awareness I've experienced the beauty of the other side I just have to accept that I'm, I, I'm not always going to live there 
Right. You know, that I'm still human, that I'm still growing, and that I'm still changing things. But that's right. what perseverance and that's what determination is now for me, right? right? Before it used to be a physical term, and now it's a metaphysical term. Mm. Now it's perseverance, it's me just keep going with my spiritual self, me keep going, you know, keep investing in my relationship with myself. Right. Yeah, because yeah. when you invest with the, the you, you, oh my God, that was so powerful, like so much. But when you invest, you hit it right on the nail. When you invested in the relationship with you, your relationships around you flourished. And that's the thing with women. They're not doing it on purpose, like trying to be catty or just sh- if you're shy, you find yourself. And, and the, the women in our community, it's not like they're all outspoken, you know, it, that it's hard to be in a community with women. People, women don't know, I mean, what if I ask the wrong question? I mean, we try to always make it very safe. I talk fast, so they have to like kind of get used to the way I talk. But like, you know, we are very, it's a safe place, but it's normal for you to like slowly tiptoe into it. and and feel your way and and there's some days where you're going to be triggered especially your relationship with me as a as a as a mentor and as a teacher because you come to the classes and you might be in a state it's never about me it's always about what level of consciousness you're in I may be saying the things that are triggering where you're going to be like I'm gonna slap her and I'm canceling my membership too you know what I mean but the most the most important thing and I am okay with that because I know who I am you know what I mean but the most important thing is that when you develop a level of self-intimacy with yourself then everything around you flourishes everything your business we were talking about this yesterday the thing that came up it wasn't the technology it wasn't the LLC or the it's the mindset it's the worthiness. It's, did you already do the work of forgiving yourself? That's draining you from raising your frequency to self-realize and know exactly who you are and why you're here and then to deliver it into this world. And will there be still moments of doubt? Yeah, because you're, we were talking about yesterday, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're a woman, the women that are attracted to our community, you know, it's an interesting and this is why the work is so beautiful um, the women that I'm attracting are me, like we were talking about two years ago, you know, they're real estate professionals to their in business that are going through the same issues that I was going through two years ago or four years ago, where there it's the lack of energy, the feeling numb, the depression, the anxiety, the, all these different things. I don't know about addictions. No one really talks about that, but I know for me, those were all the same things. And so we have to forgive ourselves, do the work to love ourselves so that we can truly go back and help those people who we were. And you can't help others no more in the age of consciousness if you truly haven't healed yourself. Because first of all, people are sophisticated and they call the bullshit, number one. And number two, it's very unhealthy for you. It's very, there's so many people that are having nervous breakdowns right now because they're out still unhealed healers they're still trying to save everyone else that's what cold depression does to you and then you have a nervous breakdown as and i see highly intellectual highly top performing the real estate world right now is insane you know how the market is right now the market and that's where i came from and i already went through one economic uh meltdown and one and i went through the big uh, uprise of 2005 as well when i was a broker so I, I, I have a lot of compassion for them, but I didn't want to go back there because I wanted to put that life away. And now I realized that that's exactly why that all that happened to me and that there's nothing to forgive, that I should be grateful for all those experiences. 
But all of this comes with wisdom and by you doing the inner work and developing this intimacy with yourself. Because truly, for me, compassion is not a new age, lovey-dovey thing. It is powerful. It is emotional intelligence. And if you want to have a lot of energy in the age of consciousness, you're going to have to have compassion. That was so powerful what you said too. I was like, I'm going to have to replay that back because there was so, I was just the whole time, like my eyes were like, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> like trying to soak it in, you know, when someone's talking, like even when like a really, like Eckhart Tolle, you just grab, you just like, you're like, okay, I got to listen. I got to listen. Rewind that 15 seconds, oh, rewind that 10 seconds. He's just, and you hear it in different ways. You know, he said the exact same thing that A Course in Miracles was saying, that Jogi Bhajan was saying. That's why there's many different paths, you know, and you get to have free will in this consciousness and you get to decide. And there's no good or bad. There really isn't. And if you're feeling lack of energy right now and fatigue, then acceptance is what you said too, so eloquently be with that learn to self-care i think that's the most important thing i has that i guess we can kind of close out with that do you do you believe self-care is an important aspect of 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 energy and what have you noticed as a difference perhaps that you're doing now that you weren't doing before that you can give us a tip yeah i mean yeah self-care is is a hundred percent like should be at the top of your list also it's very tricky for me when I see self-care because self-care can mean a lot of different things, right? It's how you're caring for your body. And this is something that I'm still working through so, so, so much. And I I know that it's something because I had an astrology reading with Nora. Um, and it's she had brought it up um, in my astrology reading, but I thought she was talking about Myra or my other sister, not me, right? Because I'm like, I don't have to deal with that. What are you talking about? I know what, what my my issues are and I know what I have to deal with, right? Self-worth. Um, but she had, which it just now dawned on me. So she had told me that I had to work through some eating, some eating habits that I was going to have to figure out. And at the time, because she said that she had heard us talking about it in the, you know, when she came to our, our conjunction thing. Our summit, yeah. Yeah, so I thought maybe she heard Myra talking about it and not me, Mm. Um, because I don't remember talking about it, Uh, but, so that, she had brought that up, right, and so I'm thinking to myself, like, no, you know, that's not, I'm pretty good, like, I can go on a cleanse if I need to, but these past two weeks have been, I've been contaminating my body so much. And, and I, I realized that this was true. And mind you, this was like two months ago when I had this reading, I realized this was true when I I wasn't drinking alcohol. I was eating, Um. I was eating to, to like pacify me which you know that that's kind of one of the things that I deal with with my daughter as well Mm. um and I told you that my grandma's come to me before and she sees like she sees my daughter and like I'm you know I because you know our grandmother died when she was really young of a heart attack Mm. and you know my dad deals with 
with anxiety eating and all of that um so for me i guess going back to self-care again i i can't say this i don't know why it keeps going back to it but i had to come to terms with that mm -hmm. i had to come to terms that i am an emotional eater and i know like this sounds crazy right because it's mm -hmm. like okay you're an emotional eater that's a lot of people go through that you know it's normal but to actually have to face that and accept it and realize like you're sitting there and eating when you're emotional and not knowing how to stop that um that that is when it's like it hit me in the face mm -hmm. you know it really hit me in the face so for me self-care was sitting there and actually listening to my guides mm -hmm. and accepting that that I had to work on so a lot of people may see like self-care as you know getting a pedicure which it is right. yeah, not <laughs> for sure. me I'm taking the spiritual journey for me self-care means listening to my gut listening to my intuition and listening to my guides not losing that intuition so being nice enough to myself where I give myself time to meditate enough to be able to listen to all those guides so I don't have to struggle when stress and anxiety comes so I don't have to think of self-care as as you know as a pedicure but beyond that you know beyond again and if you're hearing this i'm assuming you're going through the spiritual journey but beyond the 3d world beyond just having pretty toes and having my nails done because yeah that makes me feel really good but i'm working on my spiritual self so that's what self-care to me that's how i just you know, the other day I was sitting outside eating shrimp <laughs> under my <laughs> under my palm tree, and I decided I'm just gonna eat my shrimp. I'm gonna accept where I'm at right now, and I'm just gonna go outside and eat my shrimp outside. And that's when my grandma came to me, and she started talking to me, and she was comforting me. I I, I yelled out to God, and I said, I need something right now because I am so stressed. Like I need something you know my grandma in my head she told me I mija you work so hard mm. and what does that mean sis that means compassion mm. that's that's what she was showing me to have compassion for myself yeah. when I decided to take two minutes and just sit outside under the damn palm tree and just listen to me my heart my head she basically told me, which is that mother, you know, that, that thing you wish to hear, like you're working so hard, just be nice to yourself. You work so hard because we're so conditioned to say, we're not working hard enough. Yeah. We need to do more, you know? So that's what she was speaking to me and in, in being compassionate with me and teaching me how to be compassionate with myself and then I had put you know I had told you guys this in the text message that then the palm tree like hit my head like it was rubbing my head you know like it's okay the palm tree I was like oh my god what is going on but you know what that was sign of a sign I didn't I'm sorry I was so checked out this week because I was you know going no, no. 
Yeah. But you know what that was a sign of? It was a sign that even the palm tree hitting you. It was you're here to break the ancestral karmic cycle, you know, of, of eating. And you were in denial about that being your issue. And I didn't really think it was your issue either because you really didn't see it as an issue. And for the last few months, you've been wanting to help your daughter, which you couldn't because you kind of didn't want to accept it. So then my, one of the things that my grandmother, she, I believe now that you're saying all this is that she had that heart attack at such a young age, not necessarily because she was overweight, but more because she always felt guilty and wasn't compassionate with herself because she was where she was in her situation. And that's why she had that probably heart attack, which for you, the palm tree falling in your head, it's like even that happening to you, are you able to find joy and, and compassion in that situation for yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's those moments, I swear to you, will snap you out of whatever the hell you're, right. you're going through. Honestly, those moments, even if you don't believe in that your ancestors and your grandmothers or the people that were here before us that really are the wise people they're here to teach us what they couldn't transcend in this life that maybe was passed down to us you know and she did when she came to me it was she was so worried about my dad you know and taking care of them and and I my son you know which is normal for uh you know Mexican mother that's they deal with a lot of like wanting to protect their their children you know that's that's what they want to do but it like a grandmother feeling like my son I wish I could be there because of what my dad's going through this week too you know what he's been going through I really do feel like she came to me just because she's worried about him so even you know though she's not here um but but yeah I mean just taking that moment of sitting out there by myself even though I was, I was literally in tears eating my shrimp, you know, and I was like, God. Well, you know, call me. I like shrimp. <laughs> I don't know what to do anymore. You know, I don't know what to do. Like, and it's a lot of the stress and anxiety that is put on us is just like stuff we put on ourselves. It's not even like, right. you know, it's, I mean, it's, I know we deal with a lot of stuff, but a lot of it is mental. I mean, most of it is mental, you know, that we feel like we should be doing more than we are. Yeah. And then it's a roller coaster. And I think a lot of people are going through stress eating right now. A lot. Like I just had somebody else tell me that, that they woke up in the middle of the night and made themselves tacos with like all this, like at one o'clock in the morning. And they've never done this before. And I'm like, tacos? Like fried tacos. Yeah. What kind of tacos? I know, right? Tacos, <laughs> tacos dorados with like lettuce and every like a full-blown meal at one o'clock in the morning. I was like, wow, the the intensity of the emotions. Cause that's not obviously you're, you know, that's crazy. But um, I think I, you know, they make fun of the COVID uh weight, you know. Yeah. But I, I mean, it's a thing. People are stressed and, and food is, is the easiest to actually access. So again, it starts with the, um, the organization of that mind and, and trying to find that. Because I think ultimately what we're talking about here, if you want to have more energy, I think we hit it on the nail without even, I, was, I didn't realize it, but you kind of just described it as to have more energy, you, st- you have to be compassionate for yourself. And to be compassionate for yourself, 
you have to be intimate with yourself, which is you have to do the inner work. You have to know yourself. You have to know what triggers you. You have to rewire your subconscious programs. You have to forgive yourself. That's the number one thing. And you might think, I thought I forgave myself. And now I've been doing these long echo cars. I was, there was a, a lot that I hadn't forgiven. That's why I hadn't really sprouted yet. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm okay with saying, wow, I hadn't forgiven myself. Now I feel like I'm at a, a deeper level. Like you said, it's more love the way you describe self-care because it doesn't have to be, it's not fancy. Self-care is, are you being intimate with you and allowing your guides to guide you? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I have a lot of the self-care right now that we're seeing is like, yeah, it's good to feel pretty. A hundred percent. You know, a hundred percent. You know, I had to get out of myself today and freaking do something with this face. And, and you know, like I needed that. I needed that, you know. But I, it, to me, I've seen it so much more different. And just if we really took care of our inner selves, because I've been, like I said, it's I, like I've been poisoning myself, you know? And then what do I do is these, these weeks of stress, I poison myself. And then next week when I'm more aware, then I have to like, you know, do the cleanses and do all of this and to just kind of get myself to ground zero or, you know? And a lot of the stressful weeks, what they're good. They're yeah, good. I agree. Why? Because it, it pushed me to have to go outside and not look for things outwardly and, and just sit and cry. Yeah. It pushed me to that. Yeah. It's did I allow myself? I allowed myself to go out to the damn backyard and just cry, even though the people are building houses next to us and they're on the roof probably watching me like this crazy ladies out here crying again. <laughs> But it's always your perception about the situation because, I mean, I think yeah. it's, it's, it'd be weird for you not to have some stress going back. So, like, if you perceive it as bad, then that you have to change your perception yeah. about it. It's almost like, okay, if you're starting your business, you're freaking excited. It's brand new. How are you not going to feel some level of stress? You know what but I mean? I <laughs> a lot of people don't see that. that it, of, we are so conditioned to not see that I see we're so conditioned to just do and just go that we don't even realize that the stress is there I mean we know it's there but we don't realize why we're snapping at people or why we again we blame the people around us like no you're not you're not doing enough for me because I'm stressed out you know when really you're you're talking to yourself you're not doing it up for yourself girlfriend <laughs> well that's the the cold depression no one knows they have it. a lot of people don't even know they have it because it's yeah. only of this time and you're numb you're not in your body and you need stimulus from the outside so you are always the victim and you're always projecting out you're always blaming the world i mean i i'm not judging at all or anything but i can tell from social media the level of the person's mental health from the things and the anger that they have and the things that they post because if you can't control yourself to not spew more venom into what already is happening you can't if you don't have that level of self-control you're not really mad at what's happening you're what's really going on is you're mad at what's going on in here and i know that there are a lot of people on social media that have severe trauma where their brains are 
really deteriorated. And a lot of people might just think that they're weird or strange. No, they have severe mental health issues and problems. And we need to be more compassionate, even for those that are angry on social media. Because if you go and then now add more of that, or you judge them, now you're getting pulled back into the loop. We need to have strong nervous systems because nervous systems attach to each other, including in, in the virtual world especially in the virtual world. So if you don't have a strong, this is what I tell my mom all the time, especially people like her that had no idea about artificial intelligence and how ads track you and all this. And she believes that, you know, they believe everything that just because it's on the internet, they believe it. And, and I'm like, mom, your nervous system is not strong enough to sustain the information you're consuming. You're making assumptions in your, in your head and it's creating venom in your system. This is a tool. If people gave us social media and we, we don't realize what it's doing to us. If you're not, if you don't have strong mental health, social media is not the place you should be going. Even doctors say this, you know, when, when people are going through mental health situations, they tell you to stop using your phone so much. They reduce you from using the phone, especially social media, because it's a dopamine you're getting these little dopamines that are creating deterioration in the brain. So again, the inner work is for compassion, for vitality, for increasing energy, for self-awareness, for forgiveness, right? But also for healing the brain again, because again, the reason that the people, the, those that are lashing out right now are because we're not scanning their brains and seeing how the emotional trauma has created a physically deteriorated brain. So we all need to have more compassion for others and for ourselves. That's, that's just, I, that's helped me a lot in not judging others. And when I'm, and I still fall off my track and I judge others and, and I quickly jump back because, you know, anytime I'm judging others, it's a lesson of what's going on in here. G Love Plant says, so true about social media and the nervous system, 100%. And I think our people, like I said, like our mothers, for, for us, that generation, they only speak Spanish. They don't realize that that's exactly what it is. And with our children, too, we were talking about this, you know, like them being around technology, it's, it's dopamine, little pings to the brain. So we just need to be more aware. I'm not saying take it away. What I'm just saying is use it consciously always have a meditation practice where you're getting oxygen to the brain and also set boundaries. You don't, you can delete people. You can unfollow. You can, why? Just because they're your family or toxic. You have to have such a level of high self-worth that you set those boundaries for yourself. Okay. This is not like a negotiation. You get to decide that. And I, and I find that so powerful, Lizzie, that because this is what this whole Venus conjunction with Uranus, because Uranus is breakthrough crazy shocking and look at what you received because ultimately it changes the relationship with yourself so uranus brought you this awareness as to your blockage which was hey maybe i do need to be more conscious about the fact that i do go to food to emotionally eat right without any without any judgment because for me it was alcohol right that's everybody we all have our thing and for me right now i would say probably yeah if i if it's something i it's a cookies or something like that for sure <laughs> so our ice cream and now he's not buying it that's one thing you can do definitely so don't buy it for sure you don't buy it and then the mind convinces you that you need to go drive and get it which is even worse <laughs> oh yeah mine was always like oh it's not for me it's for the boys and the boys are grown and they they're like mom we don't we don't even eat ice cream i was like yeah you do <laughs> 
Carmen. It's gone. <laughs> Your dad. <laughs> His dad's like, what? <laughs> but again, it's not being hard on yourself. I never in my life drink Coke ever. Like but this weekend, we had a party for my father-in-law and I, my, you know, my mom and dad and my uh, in-laws and they like drinking Coke. And last time when I had a party, I didn't have Coke and I felt weird because I was like, well, they like drinking Coke. So then I, they left the Coke here. I have so much Coke, like <laughs> there's like six packs galore. But the other day, I think it was like Tuesday. I was like, oh, that sounds really good. So I freaking popped one open. I drank it. And I was, I was like this, no wonder people become addicted to this thing. <laughs> And, and I was kind of eating it, drinking and hiding because I didn't want anyone to see me. But then, you know, they totally, Alexander right away, he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing. But there's a lot of Coke right here and I haven't drank anymore, you know, like I know. And, and again, if you do fall into these patterns again, where you are picking up something to help you through the stress, it doesn't matter if you're not a compassionate and if you don't accept where you're at, you're pushing against the energy and you're going to deplete your energy more. So it is emotionally intelligent to surrender. <laughs> All right. So anything else you want to say before we check out? Because, wow, it's been a week and I, oh, I. I. I told you all the shirts we're making because this is not right. <laughs> not right. I'm going to start talking just about really good things, like, you know, or just about simple things, you know, so that way we don't get in ourselves into these uh, situations during the week. But no, it's been a great week, another rebirth week. And another thing that I was going to tell you that you mentioned, which is great, and we do this inside of our community, Lizzie said that it's great to bring awareness at the things that did go well in your week, especially spiritual growth. And we do this inside the community and a lot of you all are consistent and then you fall off. And Myra was even telling me that she, our other sister, she was reading a book about this, this guy who's super successful. And that's the habit that he does. He, he, every Monday and every Friday, he checks in with himself. So, you know, that's what we do inside the community. So hold yourself accountable to that. Now that you're doing the um, addiction meditation and for all of our community members, you all know, but Monday it's, what are your commitments for the week? You know, for, spirituality wellness and uh community and then we check in with you all again on friday because accountability to the inner work is the hardest it's harder than the gym i think you know because i think it's 100 <laughs> um, if i wanted to like if i wanted to lose weight and yeah. go to the gym and be a gym rat like yeah. I, you know i feel like i yeah i could do that but my my fucking sauna my like my meditation it's just and it's so that that just goes to show you how disconnected we are with ourselves because that's like that would be like the number one thing that yeah it, it's not easy every day but when you're like spending time with yourself you're creating like you said that relationship and, and that intimacy with yourself why is that so hard you know why is that so hard because we usually don't go there and there's a lot of things that we don't want to really address which typically is that we're the problem <laughs> you know I'm co I'm coaching somebody every week uh, and they're high achievers they have overwhelmment we don't focus on that stuff we fo focus on the mind because it's always if your mind is not organized your life is not going to be organized if your mind if you don't have vitality and energy you're not going to be productive you think you are but, you know, like I told you, now that I took coffee away 
and I wake up earlier, I don't crash like I used to versus before. Yeah, I would have like a spurt of energy, but then by four o'clock, I had to take a nap because it was just, so it just takes training and development and intimacy and it's a never ending journey. It's really never ending. So we can't put it in linear time. Uh, Janet says not having support makes it even harder. Yeah, it can. But again, we really have to take accountability for ourselves. and know we don't need the support of anybody because no, ultimately you're the only one that can hold you accountable. You're the only one. And as women, we lead the way in our households. So everybody around us does what we do. So if a woman is not in her satnam and her truth, then nobody will be in her satnam and truth. Now, of course, there are times when we need support too. Absolutely, you know, and that's when we need to learn to ask for it, right? Because I think that's one of the things that we also don't do. We don't, we, when we do have zero energy levels, we continue to give and to give and to give and to give, where that's where we also need to say, even if like it's your partner, you know, if it's your partner, you might think that they know, but if you're not perfectly clear and tell them, hey, I'm like, you do this a lot. We had this conversation last time, Lizzie, where you were so overwhelmed and all your partner wanted to do was they will just ask me for help, but you were not asking for the help. So I think we get like super independent about stuff too. And if we are feeling depleted energy, it's absolutely important to ask for help and not try to be like superwoman either, because that, again, is not going to work. I mean, I don't know what you think, Lizzie. Yeah, no, I mean, I've, this was our number one struggle. Even when I first started, it's just it's different. When I first started my meditation, I mean, like he didn't understand why I was always crying and why I was so <laughs> emotional, you know? And then it went from that to then he saw that I, I was doing it often and it was changing in me that then when I was like I snapped or something then it turned into I thought you were a yogi or I thought you were this enlightened person what I thought you knew what your issues were you know why are you still doing that why are you still doing this but ultimately for me the most and still yesterday the thing we fight the most about is when I don't ask for help or when instead of me explaining like this is what's going on I fucking snap I'm just like you are more of a weight on me than you are like I just want to drop you off somewhere for like three days so I can just figure myself out <laughs> you know but this is the beauty of not only again I'm going back I'm going to keep going back to it. The relationship with yourself, you yeah. can't drop yourself off in the corner <laughs> for three days so you can figure your life out. You can't drop, you know, if you really are committed with someone and you make that commitment, like you're making the commitment with your inner self, you know, to make that journey, we can't drop ourselves off when we're having bad days. And I can't, unfortunately, I can't drop my husband off, you know, at, at his mom's house, you know, for, for the weekend. That'd be nice. <laughs> it would be. I've already tried convincing her, but it's not working. Mm -hmm. He's, no, she's like, I got rid of him for yeah. a reason. He's yours. He's all yours. That's what she told me. <laughs> yeah. Smart lady. Very smart. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, it's just how you say, 
um, you know, relationships are your biggest teachers and they're your yoga. Oh my gosh, my, my <laughs> she's <husband>. ready. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, Lavon? We love you. <laughs> we were just talking. Yeah, we were just talking about how amazing you are. Oh my god. Yeah. And your son. <laughs> and your son. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but yeah I, I totally agree with you Lizzie and I and I think like I think it's great that you perfectly described that that's really how it is because I you know when I first started doing the long echo cars I was really facing subconscious stuff where they made me really angry I had a lot of rage and I would come out of my meditations fighting and then my husband's like I thought these were supposed to help you they're making you worse and he would get like really like upset with me and we had to face a lot of stuff and so I, what I'm trying to say is that there it's not that they're not always supportive it's what we're talking about right now we can't hold grudges against people that are not unconscious they're not conscious sorry and so we're we are also not always conscious I'm not at the level of a guru or a sage or an enlightened master yet yet give me you know but and and so in a a relationship like we were talking about in the group today first of all you have to figure out your values and boundaries right and and you can't let anyone convince you of they're not good enough or they're not right you if these are your values and boundaries there is a human being out there that exists for you with the same values and boundaries no judgment of like I was just saying this in our telegram group, no judgment of any relationship style, but whatever you want, you deserve it. And you should get that back in a relationship. But one thing that I've learned being in a long-term marriage is that to expect them to never be angry, upset, or to take out their frustration on us has been my biggest detriment because now that I'm at this level where I, I expect that not to happen anymore, I, that actually makes me so pissed where I get to the point where like, this shouldn't be happening and it's over. And, and that's a little too dramatic too, because we're all trying to figure this out. And, and especially, yeah. you know, and especially as it relates to the inner healing journey, it is your journey. You know, right. I do a meditation with him and I have a really good one. If you want it, Janet, we've been, it's very sacred and it's only three minutes long. It's a very, uh, you have to do it with your partner and it, it's one to uh, clear grudges which you can go into our community and i'll tell you about it um you're one of our community members but you're easy but it's not it's you know we're we've been doing it now for six days and most of the time i'm crying in those three minutes or i'm angry or you know there's a couple of times where i felt love (laughs) but you know it's (laughs) there's there's just you know what i mean there's a lot of stuff we've been married for almost 23 years so it's very it's very important that we deal with this stuff and even when we think we're in a good place to always know that relationships require a lot of work just the way the relationship with ourselves requires a lot of work so right (laughs) g love says this is an amazing life thank you so much for supporting us and i'm so glad my phone didn't die i I literally put a cup of ice behind it just in case you know like i was like i'm gonna improvise I love it. I guess this was meant to be, right? I'll <laughs> I call convince them, lol. No, don't try to convince them for sure. Do not even try because the more you try to convince them, the more people will reject doing something. So just do it as an example and then they'll uh they'll they'll follow. Oh, you'll try to convince them. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, don't just do it and then they'll follow. That's exactly what happened with me and with my kids too. It's like not because I told them, it's like they just saw. 
and they're like, oh, I guess this is working. Even though I'm still not, I'm like, I'm still crazy. I still yell and stuff like that. <laughs> I still have days where I snap, but for the most part, my for communication, I know, I know if you asked him, my communication has gotten a lot better. And that's, that's a key thing. And I think that's, that may be a lot of, of the frustrations in, in marriages or in relationships is just you have two different perspectives, completely different views of life. You The way you were raised was completely different than he was raised. You know, it's just two very different people. So when you start doing this work, you realize and you, you start not taking things so offensively and defensively um, where you create a space where you can communicate with each other. Does that happen all the time? No, that would be beautiful and great, but that doesn't happen all the time. There are days where we push and pull, you know, and when we're, you know, not nice to each other and we're, again, we're just humans, but for the most part, communication for me has been the biggest healer in, in my relationship that really just communicating the feelings that I have, you know, and not exploding sometimes or what I, I felt in the past that hurt me yeah. has really, it's like you said, it's like you, you guys doing your meditation for us. It's been communication really that has healed a lot. Right. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of the times, and I guess we can, I'll just summarize this really quick, getting into this subject, but it's important to discuss it because I've been really interested in the twin flame uh, uh, couples and the twin flame couples is a soul that has split and usually, and not usually all the time in that relationship, they find each other on earth, but that relationship is incredibly turbulent with really bad, horrible things happening. And the purpose of that relationship is to find unconditional love, to be able to live beyond the pain that happened, which then creates an example for the world of what true love truly is. So for anybody who feels energy less because of they're going through a struggle, and I'm not saying this is you, Janet, at all, but since we're talking about this, I just wanted to put this out there because I really believe that when you're going through relationship issues, that or you don't have a support where you feel like that person is very negative or just just it's difficult to even talk to me about these things a lot of the times we have to realize that those people that triggers are the most are the ones that can teach us the most and i'm not saying you know stay in a relationship what i'm saying is developing the compassion for that human being because if you can find unconditional love and the people that trigger you the most you'll really be opening up unconditional love to yourself to the world and you'll be an example and that's what we need and that's what motivates me with my husband, because I know we've been through some really deep, deep pain, really deep, deep pain. And somehow we're still here together. And I love him so much more than I even the first day. I have so much more respect for him than I've ever had. And I really, well, I guess what motivates me is to be that example of unconditional love, regardless of how horrible it has been, because that's what the great sages came to teach us. Christ and Mary Magdalene, it was that that love that was so pure that it went beyond her being called a prostitute, which was a lie, right? Or him being crucified or Isis on Osiris. It's that type of love that it's not easy. It's difficult. And there's a lot of yoga in it. But yet, if you learn to have compassion for yourself, you can forgive that person and you won't let that drain you from your energy. 
So I hope that kind of helped and makes sense. And now we're talking about relationships. <laughs> but it's a big drainer. Don't you think it's a big drainer? A hundred percent. Mm -hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. On top of everything else that you do, you expect to come home and have this relationship that's just going to clean the slate and clean everything that you've done for the day or that's caused you stress in the day. You just, you put so much stress on this relationship itself and you put this view of, of it should be your safe space um, and we forget the work that it takes to get there. Yeah. to make it a safe space right and it of course it takes from two different people but i i love how you explain that because it's it's a love that truly transcends time space this world and you know it's it's a love that people talk about for ages and ages and you pass that down to all the generations that's the type of love right it takes so much work though Right. So, much so much work but it is worth it and it's beautiful it's beautiful but yeah those are the things that absolutely drain us and that's why it's so important for us to really have so much compassion on ourselves to take care of ourselves first you know do the inner work so that <clears throat> everything around us does, not only doesn't drain us but we have the wisdom to not repeat the same lessons and to learn through love to learn through forgiveness through learn to compassion and again that could mean separation. That does not mean staying with someone or or whatever that looks like to you. Only you know what that looks like, right? Yeah. Bye -bye. Yes, no matter how long you're married. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I think even the more you're married, the more you have to do the work. <laughs> yeah, more forgiving to do and really you can see it in the relationships around you right it's like you you're constantly they're constantly having to and i won't say let things go but but have the the mentality of that person wasn't conscious at that time yeah. i know there's been a lot of times where my husband has probably had to say that about me you yeah. know like you know and, and i about him it's just the real reality is that we are both human and and really the biggest thing is like where is your commitment and again where's your commitment with yourself because that's going to show up in your relationships around you ladies and gentlemen we cannot lie to ourselves as above so below what you are seeing in your inner outer circle your closest circle is really the stuff that we're dealing with and okay. we're needing to to actually deal with in, inside and it's going to keep showing up even and i and i've said this before if you if you change the man if you change the house if you change the cars if you change you can't change the kids <laughs> if you put nice clothes on the kids you know my my 10 year old daughter's a, a tomboy she doesn't like to be in dresses i could put her in a dress it's gonna be ripped in 10 minutes yeah. it don't matter right right i i can't that so it shows up around you and it's gonna keep changing and you think you changing stuff around you it's 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 really just gonna keep coming up you know right but ultimately, the ultimate commitment you have to make is the commitment to yourself, which is the sadhana. 
if you commit to your meditation, your life will change because you're developing the intimacy and you're developing the awareness, you're developing the wisdom, you're developing the nervous system. Again, it's not an easy fix. It's not a quick pill. It's preventive medicine that allows you to, to be more in the sovereignty instead of the moments of uncertainty and even when even when things are falling apart right <laughs> so we don't have we can we can't use these times as an excuse for not having energy we have the tools we all have the tools especially us uh, women of color because you know at one point we didn't have access to any of this right and so we have the tools, ladies, let's integrate them. Let's change our life, you know, let's change our destiny and let's change our our awareness of what a gift it actually is. You know, there was this TikTok video that said there were like the four biggest regrets of when people die and it's pretty sad, you know, like one of the top ones was I worked too much. I didn't, you know, have enough fun. You know, all of these different things that we can wake up now and we can start to really begin the journey because the healing journey is not linear. There's no ending or beginning. But what I can say is that it's worth it. And that even if you don't have a support system at home, you can find the support system with us in our community. This is what a safe place for you to come and feel what you feel. I think that's one of the best parts of any testimonial. All the testimonials have one thing in common and one of the things that is in commonality is that the women have felt that they could be themselves without judgment. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that's like a breakthrough because it's it was, a exactly. So I was like, yeah, that's so true because ultimately that's what we all are working on in these inner child programs that develop with lack of self-worth. Right. And so you, there's a safe space, even if you've never done the inner work, if you've never practiced Kundalini, if you've never done spiritual psychotherapy, if you've never been part of a community mentorship or coaching, it is a safe place. You, we will be guided and uh, there's a lot of support and accountability too for those that want it because I still come from the business coaching world and I still need accountability. So I, 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 I cherish it. it. And being a Capricorn, I'm, you know how I am. Like I put my mind to something and it just gets stuck. So sometimes I'm a little bit of a, a bull. I'm a Saturn type teacher, ladies. I want to advise you all. There's like the divine feminine, but I still got a lot of masculine in me. So um, there's a lot that happens in our community. There's so many great things that we're ready to even more unveil as the year goes through. So Right now, we're not open for one, but you can check out my free training. I just revamped it again. And it was, I did it perfectly. And it wasn't even, the, it was muted for an hour. Can you believe that, Lizzie, this week? <laughs> so I had to record it twice this week. And it just showed me that when there's blockages, how much do you want it, you know? And the second time I re-recorded I re the class, I actually felt so much better about it. So it gives you a really fresh update, everybody. I almost said the G word and it gives you an update on, on the three mistakes that we make as women. And when we get on this holistic journey, as well as what you should be doing instead. So grab some tea, coffee, whatever you want, no judgment, um, my martini, and you can pick one of the, one of the times that's available for you. It's a, a complimentary masterclass. Uh, it, it's about an hour long. You can ask me any questions in there in the chat and then uh, you can wait for us when we open up enrollment again in what is this month? April and May. Oh my gosh, May. <gasps> the fifth month is already here. Yeah. My mom's birthday, Mother's Day. That's the only thing I can think of when I think of May. Oh my gosh. 
what about you lizzie what's up with you you got like an inundation of orders again well that's a blessing though you see you're that just shows you you're on dharma she's really busy right now y'all she sends every time she gets slammed she sends us a freaking out text which then is followed by uh thank god baby jesus <laughs> i'm blessed i'm so blessed then we'll see her post reaction on facebook which sounds better <laughs> so no new styles but are you taking any orders right now so lizzie um does these beautiful custom nails everyone i mean literally whatever you can imagine but she is busy right now so you should they probably have to wait like how long is their wait right now yeah i'm about a week week out that's um bad. that's not it's not too bad um I've, i i go back and forth with um not taking orders because i just don't want you guys to have to wait forever because i wouldn't want to wait forever um but i also just um everybody's been really nice about it too which is amazing you know when you support um it when you support like small businesses you really are you encourage like you're really encouraging people to step out of their comfort zone so um if you have the chance to do that and i i you know we don't always have the chance to do it and that's okay too but if you do um really that that really you know makes makes people smile for sure and it starts to change the the capitalism and everything that's happening i mean even the little small things we can do everyone i think it matters you know earth day was this week too and it's just little things it's that really create the big rippling effect so i'm so glad that business is going fantastic for you all so if you want to place an order just be patient uh vida de lizzie so how do we spell it again <laughs> it's v-i-d the number three lizzie l-i-c-c-y or even if you just follow me just like watching like nail stuff because I like to watch nail stuff and mm. I like to just see what people post about nails. I think nails have turned into like this really big thing. Oh, for sure. For sure. I, I see it. it and I don't know if it's because I'm doing it or that I see it more. You know, I'm liking more pictures of nails and stuff that it's coming more, flooding me more in my timeline. Mm. But I've seen like a lot of, a lot, like a big tick in that. Well, I think it just, yeah, people are wanting to feel beautiful, you know, and they really do change your frequency. They really do. So yeah, you you were at the right place at the right time. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Lizzie. And thank you to everyone that joined us this week. Thank you all for the great comments, for our, uh, building community with all of us. Thank you for being part of all of the lives this week. We've been talking about energy. So you all can go check out the replays. I'll be posting this one on the podcast as well. You can find us on everywhere podcasts are streamed, Google apple spotify pretty much everywhere sovereign women movement show and thank you for rating thank you for sharing thank you to all of you we love you all so much next week we'll be back with a brand new topic monday 10 30 a.m and uh, we're gonna go deeper now into like really getting into these aspects of healing spiritually and and also uh in our mental state and cold depression so i'm excited for what's to come i love you have a great weekend everyone i love you lizzie have a blessed weekend satnam everyone bye thank you so much for tuning in to today's sovereign woman movement show podcast episode 
Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.